I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. These are the ATA episodes we recorded last weekend in Indianapolis at the Archery Trade Show. All these episodes are... Brought to you by Rubline Marketing, and our show is always presented by HHA Sports. Huge shout-out to Rubline Marketing for putting us up in the media room once again. We love those guys, have a good friendship with them, and it's fun getting to hang out with our friends and family every year. Hope you enjoy these episodes, and we'll see you at an upcoming show. All right, sitting here in the Rubline room, we're at the 2020 ATA show. I'm Steve. There's Eric. How's it going? Doug. How is it going? Why would you ask it like that? You know it's going well, dude. It's going you know, great. You want to know why it's going so well? Why? Because we've got my main man, Devin, from Victory uh, Archery right here. What's nice. up, dude? What's up, everybody? What's going, going on, going? man? It's fantastic. I just realized who I thought you looked like. You look like uh, a young Uriah Faber, and I'm I don't even. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. I'm like, am I the only one? The UFC fighter? Oh, UFC fight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you I not get that? Uh, do you get that a lot? I still don't. Uh, I can't. I'm gonna have to look it up. No, I've never gotten that one. <laughs> that's all right. Sorry. It's got. By the way, he really doesn't look like him no. that much. He doesn't. It's just the hair. No, maybe, it, maybe more <laughs> after like a night of drinking or something. And yeah. I wake up in the morning all like yeah. bruised. <laughs> nothing. Nothing about the face. Just the hair. It's like I feel like him. Just the hair. Yeah, that's all hair, it is. That's, that's, that's all. It is. All. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Perfect. So what's going on, man? Just another ATA. Been a good good show so far. Oh my god. Yeah. We're we're slammed. It's actually nice to come over and sit down with you guys and <laughs> take a take a minute off, take a load off. It's yeah. uh, yeah, we're we're hopping with the new VAP SS stainless steel arrow we just came out with, and um, I've already got I think like ten or fifteen emails this morning on when people can get it. Well, I remember <laughs> my first ATA seeing your guys' booth. It it was packed the whole time we were there. Yeah, it's it seems like every year we get a little busier and. We've done, like, a giveaway arrow um, in years past. Like, we've done, like, a constitutional, like, Second Amendment. We've done, like, a don't tread on me. Like I was asking Chad about that actually a few minutes ago. And I'm like, I have everyone when you guys started doing that. I and, know. And he's like, you guys didn't, they didn't do it. I'm like, what? Yeah, this year, we just, honestly, we got so busy trying to get all the new arrows out. Mm-hmm. We, we launched the VAP SS, and then we launched three new target arrows, and we launched a youth arrow. So just trying to get our heads straight around um, all that is, has been, like, more just getting everything ready for the show is for sure crazy. so for sure we'll do one next year you know sometimes we will take a year off and 
Yeah, or you'll just throw a, a two-pack in just to make up for last year's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you guys have any cool ideas, let me know. <laughs> they're, sending, they're giving out IOUs. They're yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> you might want to keep this one. They're yeah. giving you, they're, 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 uh, they got a couple of fletchings that they're giving you. That they're stamped. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we were uh, we were talking before the show about this uh, this uh, SS arrow, and the SS stands for stainless steel. Yep. Uh, which... If you want to explain how you explained it to us, because I, I don't explain shit very well, so you were more elegant and you explained how this works. <laughs> yeah, so um, so they pay me the big bucks. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> the deer I'm talking about. Uh, I uh, yeah. So the VAP SS is basically an extension of the extortion arrow that we came out with a couple years ago, which was really like radical, first of its kind. We took stainless steel mesh and then we pre-preg it like we would a carbon fiber weave. Um, and then that gets rolled up and cured along with the carbon fiber into the shaft. So it's instead of having like a, a carbon aluminum um, outside uh, tube, we've got the stainless steel mesh on the inside. And so that actually bonds up with the carbon and ends up giving you the durability, but it doesn't have the same um, ability to take a set like you would an aluminum tube. Because steel has a higher yield point than aluminum. So you're going to get all that durability. It's not going to bend and take a set on you. Um, so this year, you know, we built off the extortion. And we had a lot of people that wanted a lighter arrow. They wanted it in a micro diameter. And they wanted it in a 1,000 straightness. Mm. So we, that's you're just we like, come on. Yeah. You got to give it to hey, come on, man. Give it to them. People, just give the extortion. You. Come on. <laughs> come on. Obviously, stainless steel is heavier. It's, it's one of the heavier steels out or all that called like cold but like stainless is heavier and yeah right. it is more durable so now you're adding a little bit more weight on there and now, of course you know you got guys that'll want to bitch about grains and stuff like that which some people like what they like but yeah it seems like you guys took that stainless that you know, a lot of people leaning towards uh heavier grained arrows anyways though yeah yeah now, now how much heavier is this than the extortion this is lighter. Oh, it's lighter. It's lighter. Wow. That's that's the big ticket. Uh, there it is. So we went with a, a different weave. It's basically like a thinner stainless weave, um, and it's got all the same strength properties, but right. it allows us to... It, so the extortions were in the 12 to 13 grain per inch range, and the VAP SS is uh, 9 grains per inch for the 350, 9.9 for the 300, and then it comes with a 50 grain chalk TL outsert, which is like totally redesigned and um, has like a larger sleeve over the shaft. So sure. it's kind of like you have a footer built into your your outsert and yeah that that combination is is nuts i mean i was telling you guys earlier uh showing you the videos that we shot them through an elk femur yeah. and i actually fletched up a dozen of the new vap ss arrows thinking like oh i'm gonna break a bunch of these you know we're smash them into bone and all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff and we we're doing it with the 4,000 frames per second camera and i ended up shooting the same exact arrow six times through the femur. Sure, femur. I had to replace it. The broadheads got crumpled. Yeah. Uh, I just had, you know, wiped it off, spun it. And I was like, well, hey, it still spins good. Yeah. So that, that might as well, use the same one. keep shooting until you I can't anymore. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, sweet. I got a whole 11 arrows that I get to shoot. And then I, ended up, <laughs> I used one of the guys we work with, Mike. Um, we used his bow because he just bought a new um, traverse. And uh, so I set it up kind of like IBO, you know, 30 inch draw and. Um, you know, 70 pounds and everything. Mm -hmm. Try to do like a, we shot it out of a hooter shooter, just keep everything real consistent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
So I was like, well, I, I like totally retuned your bow to do this test. So like, I guess because he, he was going on a hunt that weekend. He's like, oh, shit, what the heck? I'm like, hey, we got these arrows. This is perfect. Yeah. You can like change everything up yeah. on him. I'm like, uh. Yeah, what a great friend that is. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, I know you were going to uh, drive your own truck, but uh, I took the wheels off because I wanted to, you know, I'm going to put new wheels on yours. <laughs> They're great. I want to test these. Show my bow and I'm shooting three feet left. <laughs> Did he kill anything that weekend? Um... <laughs> Not for the arrows. Um, I don't think they got into anything. They were chasing uh, javelina around, and oh, okay. mm. I think they they spotted some far off, and they just they never really got in close enough to get a shot. So, yeah. but, but it wasn't because I totally that wasn't on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not my fault. I swear. Yeah, we're, we're gonna smoke nothing. No way. But uh, no, that's uh, you know, man, that's uh, that's really bad for uh, bad for business, man. If people aren't gonna be breaking arrows, how are they gonna keep buying them? You know. I know. The 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 good the the counterside to that is that they penetrate so far that they'll just go completely underneath the dirt and you'll never find them. So wait, you got, I gotta bring my metal detector with me. Is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, you yeah. So people will be mad because they can't find their arrows. Yeah, yeah. That's very so true. We hope you lose your arrows because you sure ain't gonna break them. <laughs> that's, 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 that's their new motto. Yeah, <laughs> you better lose them because you're not breaking them. Yep. No, much. that's a. So that's awesome. That's a, that's exciting. So that's. Uh, are, when are those gonna be available? So we'll probably start shipping them, uh, I'm guessing May, I think about, you know, like somewhere in that like April, May, June um, time frame. I'd like to say probably May, June just to give us a chance because we have a ton of orders already. I mean, oh, I'm sure. it's like day one and, and people are lining up and, and filling gonna orders. And so, yeah, it'll, I'm sure we'll have our hands full trying to keep, keep on top of everything and, and keep cranking them out. But the... The consistency on them and the straightness and everything is nuts. So, um, from a manufacturing standpoint, the the VAP SS has just been you know even easier to produce than the extortion. So that's huge for us because yeah. it's a really technical arrow. And I mean, even the you know we're we're like owned by Mitsubishi, but uh, so in our office we have a golf division and we have an archery division. And we split the office. So there's Mitsubishi Chemical Golf, and then there's Aldola Golf, and then there's Victory Archery. And you, there's a very hard line between golf and archery oh, for because sure. you have, like, the very proper um, golf <laughs> side. And then you get into Victory, and there's, like, moose and bear taxidermy <laughs> yeah. and, you know, red stags. And, right. And, and that's in Carlsbad, right? Yeah, so Carlsbad. Callaway's in Carlsbad. Right, too, and I'm a, because I'm, I'm I'm a golfer. I love golf. Oh, okay. I'm a Callaway guy. Shouldn't be telling. Yeah, maybe I'll be a Mitsubishi guy. You never know. Um, I believe. Don't quote me on this, but I believe they make a bunch of Callaway shafts too. Do they? Okay. They do a lot of OEM for for different companies. So I, I'm not sure currently what they're doing, but I know in the past they've they've done a bunch of that. All right. Well, maybe hook me up with some. Uh, oh, dude, can you hook me up with some SS golf shafts? Yeah. So need- <laughs> so they, they they took the the extortion. And they were really interested by that concept, so they made the MMT, the metal mesh technology, and um, I think it's Mitsubishi Chemical. I'm not sure exactly which line they're promoting that with, but it's actually been really successful. In, so, a, go- in a golf shaft. In a golf shaft. That's so they've, crazy. They've blown. They've they've uh, introduced that line, and it's been doing really well, from what I understand. You got the trendsetters. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, we, we share a ton of technology across the companies. So, um, you know, they've, they've given us a lot of stuff as far as just, like, materials to use and resins right. and, and all, you know, yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. Because so. it's really different, but it's kind of the same Yeah, same they're, thing, they're all know? carbon tubes. You right. know? They're, they're doing tapers, which really helped us when we did, like, the, uh, the grizzly sticks and when we did the VXTs, those are taper shafts. So 
that was where we relied on a lot of their expertise. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's 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 awesome to be able to share the technology, you know, between the companies. Because I think yeah. if I remember right, the last time we had you on, you were saying that you guys are the only manufacturer of carbon fiber or something. Yeah, uh, my understanding is that we're the only vertically integrated archery company in the industry. So uh, we're the only company that's actually making the raw carbon fiber that's mm-hmm. going into the shafts. And, uh, you know, it makes sense because we've got our margins are, are insane to the dealer. So we're offering 50 points on most of our products. And it's because we're not having to middleman the carbon fiber. We don't have to outsource the carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Everything's ship it in house. Everything's in-house. So, you know, we can save a little bit and then the dealer is going to save a bunch. Great, for sure. Not from farm to table, from beaker to consumer. That might sound uh, that might sound uh, from a uh, from a professional factory to the consumer. That beaker. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably some, something probably starts in a beaker somewhere, you know, and you get the resins and they're doing the chemistry and I'm sure it does somewhere. Yeah, Cuz I was every like episode of like how it's made, which that dude, that'd be a killer episode to like do a that how would it's made. Be. I love that show and just like yeah, is that you still a thing? Like, like do they still have new episodes? Yeah, they got a British dude doing it now. <laughs> what? I'm like, who is this dude? Yeah, they got some British cats. That's uh, that's a great that show. Guy. I know, like he the the guy that was before, like dude, when he would like be like chocolates, I'm like that dude just makes chocolates just sound even better. The way he would <laughs> chocolate, and I'm just watching him like make like he'd make like those those rumple kit, you know, the uh, dolls that have like all the other little dolls in them, you know, the big where the hell little, oh, the Russian Russian dolls, the Russian yeah. dolls, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I would just be so. I love this. And then, yeah, if I could see them making anyways, arrows. Yeah, anyways, yeah, the arrows would be actually really cool. That would be cool. Which that makes so me, good. another tangent, it makes me think of the, uh, have you seen the video of, you know, the guy who narrates, like, all of the nature shows and the wildlife shows? I think it's, like, Atta- Atterberg or something like that, like, David Atterbury. Or I'm Atterberg. sure if we heard oh, his voice, uh, we'd know You know the voice, right? Yeah. It's, like, the quintessential, yeah. like, and the hyena has now. Oh, heard. yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. He's a, yeah that, that, he's a British cat, too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. so he, he did one where he narrates, uh, like, human interactions in like uh, a nightclub setting and he's like and the males approach the female <laughs> oh, that, that is awesome it's, i just i just saw it, like a couple weeks ago it's hilarious <laughs> if, if you could have a narrator narrate these these arrow videos that i hope becomes a thing he's the guy we gotta, the guy. We gotta get the guy him. yeah we gotta get him you gotta get that guy you gotta track yeah. him down <laughs> or get keith david keith david would be awesome yeah you could do your own how it's made yeah i mean that's that that would be amazing and like we're we're starting to do a bunch more tech videos and um, yeah. trying to push a lot of that stuff out. So we have like a whole room that we've dedicated to it, and you know we just did these really cool slow mo videos shooting four thousand frames a second because there's a company in San Diego that just designed a brand new slow mo camera. They're called Fast Tech, and super cool. So they, you know, we had a relationship with them. We talked to them. We've done some filming with them, and. Uh, you know, I reached out and said, hey, we have a new arrow. We're trying to do some filming. And they said, great, we have this badass new camera. <laughs> can you bring this camera over? <laughs> so it was a win-win. They were like, hey, can we use the footage for our marketing? I was like, 100%. So, you know, those guys are masterminds. They had um, the lights and the lights strobe with every frame. So, yeah. you know, they, each frame is perfectly illuminated by this strobing light. It's, it's so fast you couldn't even tell by the naked eye. But you don't get that flicker that you get with slow-mo. Um, under a fluorescent, you know, right, how sometimes right. it, it looks like you're, you're yeah. under like a strobe. By the way, if you're listening to this, the video will be posted on, uh, well, we'll get the link to it. Yeah. And you guys can go see it on their site. It's yep. nuts. It's, yeah. It's crazy. I just goes through the femur. Like, yeah. yeah. It just shatters it. That's insane. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm very glad that you guys are doing the more technical aspect because I, I like I like watching you know shit like that about what, what this arrow can do at its peak performance and um, you know you guys seem to be on top of stuff and there's a lot of guys now with all the information all the podcasts mm-hmm. and forums and stuff now like a bunch of target guys and things because uh, I want to transition to the new target arrows that you got but. It's just that people are becoming more and more technical. So well, even as, even the hunt guys are getting into oh, yeah. their arrow setups, like the archery or the mm-hmm. competitive shooter guys are. You know, they're getting everything down to a T and all the weights and everything. Which yeah, it's good. Now it's it's kind of forcing the manufacturers, you guys, to now you're like, oh shit! All right, now we gotta <laughs> now we gotta challenge these people because then they're gonna go to AT. Yeah, you know, pretty soon from talk. Uh, yeah. what broadhead to use to what arrow yeah. do you use? And then yeah. it's, gonna it's gonna be even shittier. So yeah, you guys gotta stay ahead of the uh, ahead of the curve, which is cool that you know all this technology is coming out, but um, I, I went out a tangent too long. We talk about the target arrows. <laughs> I mean, you hit the nail on the head, though, because like when we release a new target arrow, the all the hunters are like, oh, that's a pretty sweet arrow. How can I uh, use that for hunting? <laughs> all right. You know, and we try to like kind of have some distinction between the lines. There's a lot of arrows that are crossover, so you can use, you know, usually we'll rebrand it, so we've got the vap hunting and the vap target and we've got the rip xv and the 3d hv and it's the yeah. same shaft but it has different labels and different components mm-hmm. but no matter what anytime we launch a new target arrow if it's especially if it's a smaller diameter the large diameter stuff no one's going after but <laughs> all your hunters <laughs> did, like though. the vxc all the hunters were like oh hey like that's a that's a pretty badass arrow can i hunt with it and we're like no oh, it's a target arrow. <laughs> yeah you better hope those line cutters are an artery yeah <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if you try to put a broadhead on one of those oh things? My God, it would look no. stupid. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did this year, though. We did the, the fat shaft. So we have like 23, 25, and 27. So you're not hunting with those. The, like, t- the 27 is almost bigger diameter than your broadhead. Yeah, <laughs> def- yeah pretty much is. Yeah. Dude, could you put like a blade around the outside here or just like, like some of that mesh exposed? Because, boy, that's – yeah, that would be fun to hunt with. <laughs> you should yeah. try it. So, yeah, let, let me know how that goes. Through. I don't I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I know. Gotta be an awful idea. So what uh what are the new uh the new target arrows? So the have? the VTAX are um the brand new arrows, so it's a twenty three diameter, twenty five and twenty seven. Um the twenty three and twenty five are really light, super strong and really fast. We we're you know, gonna eventually probably phase out the N V X twenty seven line. Um not at the moment, but uh, these arrows are just really superior in, in the durability factor, especially, but also consistency. They all feature the 90 degree weave, which really helps to, um, it does a couple things. It, uh, durability goes way up cause you have that like 90 degree armor on the outside and then consistency in production and spine deviation and everything, um, is, is really, really good. We can like crank these things out and they just all come out super uniform. And then that weave also helps to recover, helps the arrow to recover in flight better. Uh, because when it comes out of the bow, it's torquing and it's flexing. And the weave just basically gets that. It, it reduces the torque, um, the torsional deflection. And so the arrow just gets flatter, starts flying straighter, quicker. And for a target archer, that's obviously really advantageous. We do it for the hunting arrows too because it'll help with your broadhead flight. You know, if your arrow's mm-hmm. flexing all over the place and that broadhead's trying to steer and, uh-huh. and then you get off track. But, um, yeah, they're all offered in 1, 3, and 6,000 straightness. But a lot of your serious target guys that want that 1,000 straightness, the half a grain batch weight, um, they're all spine aligned, ice coated. They're, like, as good as you can get them. And it's crazy. I remember seeing that first video of the slow-mo of the arrow leaving the bow. And I, 
it's just amazing how much that arrow actually flexes oh, yeah. as it flies yeah, out of that ne- barrel. You never right, think about it. Like, well, you think straight as an arrow, right? But yeah. no, when that thing's in flight, it's like it's yeah, moving all over the noodle place. flying right, around. Yeah, right. that's insane. Do you? Uh, so, is there anyone uh, anyone new that's going to be shooting victories on the target uh, circuit? circuit? Uh, I would call it the circuit. Yeah, because that's getting ready to. There's no room for you, here. Steve. No, I'm just saying. I, I need I need a guy to cheer for. I'm just saying. Uh, we we've been talking to quite a few different uh, target archers, and we're you know we've kind of been known as a hunting company mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. and that's really what put us on the map. But we've been breaking into the target scene, so we'll have we'll have a, a few different shooters, and we're kind of doing contract negotiations and stuff. So sure, um, we'll probably release some of that stuff maybe in like Vegas time. But we're we're open to to everybody. I mean, we really want to blow that that lineup, and and I think the VTAC series is going to be huge for for vegas for asa for everything it's it's kind of people have been asking to do a target line with the you know quote-unquote tko weave since we came out with the vap tko i don't mm-hmm. know if that was like five four five six years ago so it's been a it's been a long time coming but people have been waiting for it and i think it's it's going to make waves for sure yeah and i'm a i, I love watching um you know, you go on the YouTubes and you get to see all the uh, all the tournaments that are there, and it's it's always fun. Like, if you got a weekend off and it's an overseas tournament, you get to watch it like three in the morning. Um, <laughs> You're the only one watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, Joey's life. So, You're I, still I, up. I love target archery, um, and so it's going to be very cool to see because I, I do watch like Vegas, something like the Lancaster. Yep. Um, classic. Like I'll, I'll watch it every chance I get. So it, it's going to be very cool to see you know you guys because we've we've been working with you for a while and. See some guys out there shooting victory. It's like, hey, it's it's cool. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm like, a big fan of the the um, the barebow division has been amazing. Like those guys have just been killing it with victory, and um, especially with the VXTs and the 3D HVs, those have been insanely popular and been a lot of a lot of people winning. The 27s has been a hard market. That indoor market has been a hard market to break into mm-hmm. because people wanted a heavy, forgiving indoor arrow. So a lot of people have gone to aluminum because mm-hmm. it's heavy. Right. And so we worked on this for a while, and we, we actually changed the the whole mandrel that the 27 is built on. We made a smaller mandrel so we could make the wall thicker and still be at that 420 max OD. Right. So we made it heavier. It's like 10.7-something grains per inch. It's in that 10.5 grain per mm. inch range. And uh, I think people are going to love it because it is now it's a heavy, forgiving carbon arrow. And uh, we got the spine up a little bit higher, so it's not quite so stiff. And, yeah, it's it's a phenomenal arrow. I mean, the first couple pros that we've given it to to shoot, like, next day, they're like, check it out, 330X. <laughs> I'm like, already? Already. Oh, that's nice. How did nice. you watch them that quick? <laughs> Holy shnikes. Yeah. I know. And one of them brought, brought it to the show. He's like, hey, check this out. This is, like, day two. I'm like, all right. Hey, awesome. 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 Yeah. Now, are, are those going to be like? Because um, I, I, one thing about victory is uh, when all, all the arrows come spine aligned, um, which is again one of those things that you know back in the day, whatever how you're fletching arrows, not like a baseball bat where you know to have the logo up. You know, it's there's guys that get very picky with how they spine arrows, and you guys, oh yeah, you guys are spine aligned. Now, will you do that for the target uh, line, or will you send them? You know, the bear shafts, because you're like, eh, look, I know you guys are going to be picky and, you know. Yeah, we, we do. We we identify the stiff axis. A lot of people get get confused with our arrows, so they will look at the spine line and think that we're marking the, 
the stiff side of the arrow. What we do is we identify the axis. So we put that spine line actually on the VTAC series. You'll see the line going through the logo on the top and the bottom. And what we're telling you is that this is the plane that the arrow is flexing on. So you could fletch it 180 degrees on that line and it's not, fine. It's going to be mm -hmm. fine because right. when it's coming out of a compound bow, it's flexing vertically. Uh, a recurve bow, you'd turn it 90 degrees and you're going to be flexing on the horizontal plane. So we got a lot of people that were confused by that for a long time. And they'd be like, oh, well, the spine line's 180 degrees from that. It's like, <laughs> well, same, same concept. I mean, and, and there's some people that would probably argue that you want to flex it on the, the exact stiffest side. And in that plane, one mm. side's stiffer. And um, 100%, you can still do that. But uh, from, from the testing that we've done, that you're, you're pretty much getting the exact same. Right. Result. And also, you guys also offer a traditional carbon for the traditional bows too. Yep. I just picked up a box of them for my I just picked up a long bow this year. So I'm nice. gonna, I need to get it out yet and shoot it yet, but what's are you gonna try and hunt with it or what's the plan? I'm gonna try, yep. That's the plan <laughs> that's the plan next you can't year. Can you kill hope. a thing with a regular bow? Yeah, <laughs> you can, no, I can't shoot one with a compound. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> is you're gonna bring your tradition out and like forty eight yards of giant's gonna come out and you're gonna oh, I'm just gonna be zinging, zinging arrows. <laughs> <laughs> come on, victory. Dude, he's gonna look like that, that fly straight. He's gonna look like when you when you, I always used to th like when you got the, the big suckers or when you found like the uh Oh, the, the Indian the with Indian the star, the bow with the star. I was like, "Yeah, I got a free sucker." I don't know how true that is. I don't know. That was always a myth. I think <laughs> that's what you're gonna look I like for the though. stars. I Did you? I oh, so you know, it. yeah. I never actually like redeemed them, but I, where, where you know, would you take them? I, I don't know. I think you have to like, like mail them in or something. Didn't I, you? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a long process, so you didn't want to. Yeah, do it. you know, right. and that, that that's how they should have let you know as a kid that you're gonna be used to a bunch of mundane paperwork. It's just like how the government works: mundane paperwork. All this work for little to no benefit to you. <laughs> so you get that that fifty yard shot, and you're gonna be like the the kid in the sand lot where he closes his eyes and he holds up his yeah. and goes, "Please catch it, yeah, please catch it." <laughs> just aim, just close my eyes, and let it go. just send it, <laughs> just send it, <laughs> let her fly. All right, well, we're we're idiots, but there is hope for the youth, and uh, that's another transition. You guys like that? Uh, to something Man, you're that, on it something you guys. Well, I finally got beer in me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. That's the only thing that changed. Yeah, something that you guys, and this is uh, this is new recently, is the uh, Youth Arrow Division, right? Yeah, so, I mean, we've always had kind of a Youth Arrow, but now we've got uh, a VAP Junior. So the VAP Junior, um, still have to put it up on the website, but it's, it's basically, you know, the VAP, we've had really, really a ton of success in the target world with recurve, with compound, everything, and... Um, it's a higher end arrow, so not exactly the price point. A lot of your like kids or your parents, you know, buying arrows for their kids, and right. they don't want to spend, you know, a bunch of money because they're going to break them and and, and probably their draw length's going to change halfway yeah. through the season exactly. when they're growing that fast. Exactly, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and they the spines are so light that we only made the VAP up to an eight hundred or no, I'm sorry, we made the VAP up up to a thousand spine, um, eleven hundred, but it, it's just expensive. So we we came out with the VAP Junior which is basically same concept, same arrow, but um, offered in... It doesn't have the exact same straightness because we are we know that kids at this point just learning, they don't need, you know, the super premier, you know, perfectly straight arrow. Right. Uh, yeah. it's, it's more than, you know, it's actually surprisingly good tolerances and, and quality on them. So um, we're offering that as like a price point arrow for, for kids getting into it. And it comes, you know, hand fledged with a point and all that stuff. Right, right on. Oh, that's cool. Uh, cool. You know, the, there's a. I've noticed a lot of um, a lot of guys. You know, are, are getting their kids into. It, 
Well, even there's a, there's even a lot of kids getting into the competitive side of it. Yeah, like archery's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. There's this uh, this kid even uh, in high schools. Yeah, yeah we have an archery crazy. archery league at our high school now. Where I'm from. I yeah, I was so it. jealous when I heard that high schools had archery. Yeah. I'm like, well, they have like or archery trap and like trap shooting. What? Yeah. yeah. We we didn't have any of that when yeah. I was in high school. Like, it's insane. We had, we had a hot pit. Did we have cars a, and <laughs> welding? Yeah. yeah we had <laughs> the high school. Go to work. We had uh, we had street fights. That was the only thing competitive about my school. <laughs> uh, no, the, um, there was this kid that I was shooting with, and man, this kid couldn't have been older than eleven or twelve. And he just had just great form. Like when I was watching him shoot, and I because I shot with his uh, his grandfather, and his grandfather is like a really good shot. He was doing a little bit of amateur shooting, so he was still going to like you know tournaments a couple hours away. So he set his kid up right. And I'm watching this kid shoot, and I'm like, damn, dude, this kid's got perfect form. He's shooting a back tension at like eleven or twelve. Yeah, kid was wow. a stud. And then that's why I brought up that I'll shoot you. Yeah. Oh, dude, this kid could shoot. And then. Um, all of a sudden, like, I, I saw him, like, a couple months later, and he's in there getting his bow worked on. It's like, what the hell? He's like, well, he hit a growth spurt. And he, grew, he, was, he grew a foot in two months. <laughs> when he's drawn back, it wasn't comfortable to shoot anymore because, like, you just the kids started ballooning up. So that that was kind of one of those things. I'm like, well, at least you don't got to spend a fortune on getting new equipment all the time, like, every two months. But right, it, it's kind of nice that, you know, you'll offer a little bit lower price point because, obviously, when those arrows, yeah, they, they're not, they're not uh, quite what they used to be, you know. Yeah, I'm uh, – I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do eventually when it gets to that point, but certainly I'm not going to want to spend, you know, 250 bucks a dozen on, on arrows for my kid when I know <laughs> yeah. they're just going to step on them or, or throw, like you said, There's a foot thing. in a, in a right. year. And, like, just goes and throws them. Yeah. <laughs> throws them in the creek. Shoots them into a tree. Yeah, yeah, I, I worked at a shop. Like, I, I've seen what kids do to their arrows, and it's, yeah. it's mean. It's, yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. How many kids you got? Uh, I got number one on the way, actually. Oh, oh congratulations, yeah. congrats, man. Congrats. Due on 420. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. we're pretty excited about that. <laughs> Not sure if we're going to name her Mary Jane or Indica or what, but uh, we're still, <laughs> we're we're still considering the- names. <laughs> man, it's weird. It's weird. She's born, you you're do. just geeking out. <laughs> <laughs> we named this kid Sativa, and all she does is sleep, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be cool if she just slept. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, my wife for. hunts too, and uh, so we're gonna actually. We actually have our first hunt planned with the baby. It'll be Wyoming in, or it'll be antelope in Wyoming. Oh, that's come, awesome! You know, Damn. September, end of August. Uh, I did Wyoming last year for the first time. Shot my first antelope, and I loved it. Uh, and the meat's amazing. I that's like my favorite meat now. That's what everyone says that it's really it's so awesome. good. It's so tender, and and I think the key with antelope is that you have to process them right like i heard that their uh internal body temperature is 108 degrees so if you don't get that meat on ice if you don't get a deboned skin off whatever yeah. quickly then it's just gonna spoil especially when you're yeah. hunting in like a hundred degree weather <laughs> yeah did you uh spot and stalk or blind so i had a doe tag um and i spot and stalked the first three days and i had like the most ridiculous bucks walking by at 10 15 yards that's how it always goes ain't it? every day i'm taking these videos and i'm just like look at this buck you gotta be kidding and they'd stop and they'd be like hey you know give you the pose like here you want to shoot this side on perfectly degree. you want to shoot this side <laughs> like, like, for, like for a half an hour or two pick, yeah man. yeah exactly i have so many videos and so i'm just like going oh, crazy damn. and then so three days of that couldn't get close to any of the does and then so i ended up sitting on water and uh we were just out on blm land and there's a bunch of water holes there's cows everywhere and sure. uh so i'm sitting in this water hole and there's all these cows that come in and i was just like dug in brushed in blind 
And so, you know, I'm thinking I'm about 50 yards from the water. It should be good. Like, and then all of a sudden cows hit the water, they come up, they start feeding and then they start feeding towards me. And I'm like, well, you know, I think I'm okay. Like they, they'll probably like go around they, they, they don't see me or anything. <laughs> and then an animal, a doe finally comes into the water and I'm like, oh, this is on. Like I can see her a long way. She's working her way in. And the cows are getting really close, and I'm like, ah, don't spook, you know, don't move. Like, if the cows get onto you, then the antelope's going to see. And so, right. so the cow gets, like, two yards from me, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get trampled. Because I sort of dug myself in, so I'm, like, underneath <laughs> in the sagebrush. And then eventually, like, i got to do something. So I grabbed, like, thought it was a rock at first. I'm like, oh, it's just hard cow poop. Like, whatever. And so <laughs> whatever. Flung it Did at you- hit him right in the face, like... <laughs> And the cows just kind of like what was that? They don't, even, they don't even care. Dude, he, no. he was in that. What was that uh, Call of Duty? You remember that sniper mission, dude? Where he, like you had to hit the dirt because all the Russians were coming. Do you remember oh. what, uh, which one was that? I don't know. Yeah, but you, like yeah, you hit the dirt, <laughs> walked right past you. Nope, you got close. Uh, hit him in the face with a dirt clod. Couldn't figure it out. Kept moving forward. Hit him in the face with another one or poo clod or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and, just, and then eventually, like you know, kind of like stood up a little bit because oh, okay, I was yeah. like legitimately about to get trampled. And so then all the cows lined up and they all see me and the antelope didn't care, kept coming into the water, <laughs> but now all the cows are in a line right in front of me Just and the water's right behind wall. them. And so I'm like, <laughs> building a wall. <laughs> like, uh, it's like 45 yards, but I only have like six inch clearance over the cows. I was like, mm, no, they're not doing they're that. They're protecting the antelope. Yeah, I'm like, not doing that one. So, Who do you know was, here, bro? That was blown up. Next day, I came back with an actual ground blind, set it up. The cows were like, what is this thing? They were so they were licking the blind, sticking their head in the blind. <laughs> they were then, curious. Yeah, and then there was like, so finally they're all around there, and then the antelope come in, and the cows are in the way, and I can't shoot. And then the cows finally clear off, and there's a doe in front of me and a buck right behind her vitals. And I'm like, this is just like a curse. Like, it's not going to happen. But I finally got, I got a clean shot, and ended up just like she's moving just punch the trigger got a perfect shot and um it was crazy because she ended up walking five yards put her head down started eating feeding for like five ten yards and then just fell over and it was was, i've never seen anything like it and i was you know it's my first antelope i've been i've only been hunting for about five years so i was i was thrilled and went over there gave her you know half hour but yeah i went to hunt once and uh I missed a buck, pretty big one. I was on a water hole like you had ground yeah. blind. Yeah. I didn't know uh I'm not a, I didn't know about spot and stalking really, mm-hmm. like with a decoy or something, but that'd be fun to do. I think with a decoy you could probably it's nuts how I heard their eyes are though. Like yeah. I, I was walking around spot and stalking and and I'm glassing these ridges and I was like, Oh cool, I see some antelope. You know, and I'm and I couldn't see him with my naked eye. I'm looking through my binos. I'm like, Man, that's weird. They're looking at me. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was looking at me, they're looking through me or something. Yeah, you know? I'm like I'm I'm not skyline or anything. I'm like, there's no way they can see me. Yeah. I can't see him with my naked eye. How could they see me? And I'm looking again, and I'm like, oh, no, they they definitely see me. <laughs> yeah, and they think, spooked and ran off. I'm like, how? They yeah. have like 8 to 10 power vision or something, I yeah, was told. Yeah, if, 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 if I'm not mis- mistaken, a, a company that you guys work with, too, or a, a show you guys work with, our buddies uh, over at Respect the Game, uh, mm-hmm. Larry McCoy, I believe when he was telling Kurt about his uh, – Antelope he's like, dude, you're going to have much more of appreciation for those because I never knew their eyesight was that good. But, I mean, hell, they grow up on the plains, you know, I think, yeah. you know, you got to adapt like that. I don't I don't know a whole hell of a lot about them either. Yeah, their eyesight's insane. Oh. I, they're so fast. I mean, when you see them, when you, they actually get up and go. Yeah, and, that, and that's good, what they yeah. said, too. Like, good, they're like, just, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Goodbye. 
And the funny thing is I found out that antelope aren't actually, I mean, technically they're not really in the same family as the antelope family. Like there's a bunch of animals in Africa, like kudu and and all these different Uh uh, species that are antelope. And that what we refer to as antelope are actually pronghorn, which are their own entire unique species that have no direct relation to the I re- antelope I read lineage. that too. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Is crazy? And they, they're even crazy. They, uh, I think they're the only animal that I'm aware of that has horns that shed them. Yeah. So you know, most horn growing animals, yeah. they, they just keep continually grow out. And yeah, because the horn's got to be larger. hollow. Right? Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah, because when you find there's hollow, uh, there's yeah. like hollow shell almost. Yeah, exactly. It's they're they're oh, they're Jesus. really unique species. That's for sure. There, uh, Eric, uh, Eric, show back up with uh, with something here. What the hell? There, there. Uh, so Eric just gave us a turtle that is uh, giraffe printed. He had to run to the restroom, and Jeremy Neely was out there. He's like, oh, I'm like, we're in the middle of a podcast. He's like, wait a second. Wait a second. Give me one second. Give us a Steve when you walk in. Dude. Steve, what is it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a turtle, and I swear to God, that's, it, is that not giraffe print? Oh, African right. side neck. That looks like an African side neck to me. Shut up. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. We, go, we won't go into details on that. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a whole thing about so that. Did you go on any other funny. cool hunts? Um, <laughs> are going to go I, on? I uh, well, that's that's really number one, like, with um, my wife and I. Yeah. And we're not really sure how it's going to go because we're going to bring the baby and, and we're going to take turns sitting in water or we're going to bring the baby in the ground blind. So if anybody's got <laughs> like any advice Like, like rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Kurt almost had the same exact due date. Uh, no way. A year ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was. And she, when, she was like a week late. Yeah, because we had that party at my house. That's when TJ and them came down to mm-hmm. turkey hunt. Yeah, so the his, limo. Yeah, his baby was like two, one to two weeks late, something like that, which I guess happens a lot in the first pregnancy. I don't know. I've, I haven't got any chicks pregnant. I'm trying, but <laughs> I haven't yet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he had that same uh, same due date. And I remember because uh, Sam, she always takes uh, uh, the baby out. and They're very outside people. So, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys would click. As a, cool. as a as a couple with kids, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll take any advice. <laughs> I didn't know I where you were going with this. No, where where like were that, you going with that one? I don't know because it's like, yeah, well, how you were. talking I don't know about, how to do it. Yeah, it's well, well, how you're talking with you and your wife. It's like that's very. But like how many people have done Sam, that? Though. I don't know. Taking a baby uh, hunt probably with them? more than you think. I'm sure because like our big thing is like we're not trying to change who we are. Like we're we're still going to keep hunting and doing all the things. Sure. We I mean, do. you think we're just going to bring the baby? I can just picture you like a monster coming. He's like, come on, calm down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you th- do, you think of, do you think that humans lived this long, like a caveman, or you know, right before the aliens uh, created the human race? Um, that, like right in that beginning stage, they probably took the children. Honey. What was that like, eighteen, twenty, or thirty? Yeah, it wasn't no, that was long that. ago. A <laughs> couple, couple years ago. I don't know when, it, when were the Anunnaki around. <laughs> we're not going to bring up conspiracy theories. We joked about that before we started, but yeah, that's going to be a. No go. We'll talk. That's about a rabbit that hole right there. Yeah, that is a rabbit hole. That's a whole another podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> a sure. that's, a, that's, Anyways, that's, that's after the show ends. <laughs> However, when the aliens do come, uh, you know, you'll great. have that VAP SS arrow. We'll right. take down those starships <laughs> right. immediately. Goddamn! What's the technology to shoot that? Go right to our ships. Listen, Devin, if I was gonna like not, they'll, not throw, they'll throw it back at you. You can just reuse it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if, if if the aliens came to Earth right now? What's the number one arrow that you're grabbing to demolish the Greys and the reptilian overlords and um, you know whatever the, else? The VAP SS. I mean, hundred percent. It's, it's, it's like, a go-to, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, the, the VAP SS works well in zero gravity it. too. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not ready for like, it. Like, whoa, is that stainless steel 
mixed in with the carbon? Oh my god! They're, <laughs> they're all prepared. confused. Let's they're get, like, "Let's get the hell out of here!" They're like, "We created it. How? How is our creation going to destroy the master?" Well, the vab. <laughs> that says, "Oh my god!" I let's can't. Hope they're I, not bow hunters, though, because then not. they'll turn the technology back on us. Oh no! Yeah, we can't. Yeah, dude, aliens are weird, man. They seem like crossbow hunters. Let's <laughs> throw it out there right wow. now. <laughs> man, they're they're not, they're not friendly. You know, they don't hang out with us. They don't hang out with the real humans. You know what I so, agree? Yeah. They probably use crossbows. You guys don't have any crossbow bolts, do you? I'm like, I love crossbows. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're an alien? Uh, do, you want, do you want to talk about some crossbow anyways, bolts? Anyways, uh, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. Uh, see you later. <laughs> uh, we do make bolts. Yeah. Uh, we make. Uh, we actually do a bunch of OEM bolts, and we have a, a VAP Voodoo bolt, which is like a micro diameter bolt, and we have an X-bolt. So um, those are those are the two victory lines we make. And then we also, yeah, we, we do a ton of OEM bolts in the industry. And crossbows are, they're blowing up. I mean, they're... The, the technology on those things are just getting nuts. Like, they're, oh, yeah. they're getting so fast, so powerful. They're really narrow. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're – I think that's one of the larger growing segments of the whole archery, you know. Yeah, it's a, there's, a, there. there's that debate that, you know, is to be had. But, um, obviously, if it, if it helps you get out in the woods and you want to get that own – you know, that desire to kill stuff with compounds, that's awesome. But, you know, if it's if that's the but only way you that you can use hunt. compound, a crossbow, you should yeah. use. Or, if, you know, for, like – Kids can't pull back a yeah, exactly. or, or if you have thing, a yeah. shoulder injury, I think it's a fantastic option. Yeah, my buddy Doug had a shoulder injury, and he was devastated, but he had, like, rotator cuff surgery. There's nothing he could do. He tried to put that surgery off as long as he could because we did our big shoot, and the doctor's like, if I put this off, you'll never be able to use your arm again. He goes, yeah. I guess I could use a crossbow. It's like, and, then you're gonna, yeah, and then you're going to go shoot your bow more? But, no, I'm the, you know, it's it, it's an option out there, and if you, uh, if you can get out there and, you know, obviously – Hell, shooting uh, shooting one of your guys' arrows out of a crossbow. What's the, uh, you, you know, we're talking about when the arrow leaves the compound. You know how it's how it's vertical and you know versus where a traditional bow is. When those arrows are coming out of a compound, what does that reaction look like? Coming out of a crossbow? Yeah, because I, I don't think I've ever really looked into that. I can't speak as much to the crossbow. Um, technology and and dynamics as well like i worked at a archery shop for a while and Mm -hmm. i tuned bows and i repaired them and built them but we actually didn't do crossbows because in san diego they're regulated just like a firearm oh okay so you have there's all sorts of different hoops you have to jump through and uh you know pressing those things is kind of (laughs) crazy you need special adapters and stuff so i never actually got to work on them and i'm i haven't really shot them too much personally so I mean, it's a great question. I think we have to get someone someone else on to answer it. To be honest, I don't want to say your department. Make up some bullshit. Yeah, sign your department. Look at he he already let it know that they're going to be back. They're going to be back. Yeah, they're going to be back for another show. We'll be back. Right, right, right. (laughs) Absolutely. You guys also offer a lighted knock too, right? We do. Yeah. Ooh, spot knock. Spot knock. Yeah. So we came out with it last year. Brand new uh, concept on that and. You know, we, we kind of worked a few of the kinks out last year, and we actually have uh, a redesign of the spot knock this year. So for anyone that had issues with that, um, you know, we're, we, we've completely addressed those with the, the, the new design. It's actually a stronger material, and we've got a steel sleeve on the inside, and a, um, there's a, actually like an O-ring. So they're completely waterproof. We've tested them with an 85-pound uh, monster, and uh, they're they're absolutely 
uh, you know, phenomenal, especially because you don't need any tools. You can just slide the collar back and forward and turn them on and off right. really easily. Some of those could be a pain in the ass to turn them off. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. need a knife and you end yep. up, like, stabbing yourself. Stabbing yourself, <laughs> yeah. At, dark, at the dark, you're trying to turn it off. Yeah, they're they're super bright. They're, oh, they they're, don't even turn on? They're huge, yeah. Um, so that's that's been another really big one for us. And they're they're really good price point. I mean, our dealers are, are getting them for a great price, and they're passing on to the consumer. So you get four in a pack instead of three. It's about the same price as your regular lighted knock pack, but you get four. So is oh, that a good. universal knock, or do you have to buy one for your arrow? Yep, universal fit. So it comes sized for a 166 for your VAP. And then you can also use it. It comes with the bushings for a, a 204, like 5 millimeter, or a standard diameter. So yeah, That's awesome. awesome. The key is is put a little bit of string wax on the knock before you put it in because a lot of people, it's like a really, really tight fit. It's mm-hmm. like very well machined, so they're really like perfect fit. But if you're trying to jam them in and you push them on a table, and like, <laughs> yep. they'll mess yeah. them up. So if you put a little string yeah. wax on there, they'll slide in like butter, and you can still pull golden. them out, but they're not, they're not going to pull out. Right. That's awesome. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Is there anything that we missed? Um, of the new stuff, that's everything new, uh, I believe. Yeah, I mean, we did a lot this year. We got the VAP SS, the VTAC 23, 25, 27, the VAP Juniors, the Lighted Knock redesign, um, the Shock TL we came, uh, came oh, yeah. out with last year. That's a new outsert that, yeah, it sleeves over down the shaft farther. It's just, it's really, really bomb-proof. So. And that comes with all your TKOs and comes with the VAP SS, whereas before you had to buy those separate. Separate, and, You know, yeah. it adds up. I think that's... That's pretty much everything. I mean, that's uh, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why we didn't do the giveaway arrow this year because it's just like a lot of shit. Yeah, there. there's a, a lot of shit down the bottom, but it, it, it's good. And you know what's what's very cool. What I I enjoy what you guys are doing is you know you do have those two divisions, so you've got a different market. Um, almost like you said the same thing with like you know the the golf shafts and things. Just seeing how those can you know relate and work. It's like hey, we got something that's really working here that might work well in your arrows. I think that's. That's going to set you guys ahead rather than just being like, all right, we got one division and they're only focused on arrows. So it's like outside looking in. Yeah, and Mitsubishi, I mean, they make, they're making carbon fiber for space shuttles, for, you know, yeah. uh, all kinds of shit. All sorts of crazy, yeah. you know, fast cars and, uh, you know, everything you can imagine. So the technology that's kind of at our fingertips, we really haven't even tapped into, I think. Uh, because they're they're just sort of starting to realize like oh this archery thing is pretty cool like maybe we should help them out a little bit oh yeah but, yeah but I mean before they're great. probably just like yeah. you know push you, know, you down. it's just like you know we're like a little speck, yeah like a little sure I can't wait to grain of sand yeah grain of sand, logos so. and someone's like redoing their arrows like yo bro I just ls swap my arrow <laughs> 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 yeah bro it's a real evo <laughs> put a body kit on it. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, hey, can I get a spoiler on that thing side skirts on my shit on my arrow. <laughs> oh god! Then, then they'll be referring to your arrows as first gen, second gen, third gen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know that knockoff American motor car, the Talon. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> How about the classics? <laughs> yeah. But uh, awesome. yeah. all right. Well, is there anything else? I don't think so. I'm good. You good? I'm good. Do you yeah. want to come back and do another one of these sometime? We're gonna have to do another one. Yeah. Right. I'll have to let you guys know how the uh, the baby hunt. Yeah, the baby hunt goes. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get a buck tag this year for sure because it's like now that I have a point, um, the unit I'm applying for is pretty much a slam dunk. So those bucks probably gonna disappear. You know what? They're gonna see another one. No, you're all does. All does. They'll be they'll be bigger this year though. Think about that. Yeah, hopefully he's gonna shoot the first one he sees. That's that's for sure. With a baby, he's like the baby carrier too. Just 
Shh, no, you got to have it on the back. Oh, on the back, the back. You don't want to have strings slapped. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to leave the baby out as bait. Is that not right? Oh, no, that's thing. Oh, oh, that oh, wait. Or should I not have said that? <laughs> damn, bro. Just kidding. Just kidding. Man, your wife is the coolest lady on the planet. <laughs> Oh, good lord! That's a that's a good place to end it. I think. I think so. Yeah. On, the, on that, because I that was on you. Yeah. <laughs> cut. Cut. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Man. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. <laughs>